Well, today's podcast episode is sponsored by the amazing Kettle and Fire. Okay, you know me. I am the queen of bone broth. I swear by it for a couple specific reasons, though, you guys. It is so nutritionally dense, full of collagen. I feel like I can really feel a difference in my hair and skin since I started drinking it months ago. And it's also got so much protein in it. And you guys, Kettle and Fire's bone broth in particular has quality ingredients. There's no BS. They have organic veggies and spices. They've got grass-fed, grass-finished cow bones and only pasture-raised chicken bones. It's the creme de la creme when it comes to bone broth, rich in collagen, protein electrolytes. And also, by the way, they don't just have bone broth. If you're not into the flavor, they also have delicious soups. And it's such an easy snack or meal that you can just grab on the go or in a pinch when you're needing something that's healthy and nutritious. I am in. Go to kettleandfire.com and use code chatty to save 20% off your order. Again, that's kettleandfire.com. Use code chatty to save 20% off your order. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, my little sick boy's here. <laughs> so we we were gonna record last night, and this guy calls me on the on the way. <sighs> this and he just goes. So I came in for Evan today to record this episode. <laughs> he comes in or he, te- he calls me and he goes bro i just vomited i just opened the door of my car and vomited everywhere it was freak it was like a freak of nature situation i felt good all day look at this my mask will just gradually become more like more relaxed i felt pretty good <laughs> <laughs> let's get, like let's i think our the listeners will be annoyed with the asmr there they let's take mask off. They, will, they will be um so i felt pretty good all day and then all of a sudden at like 5 30 i'm like i'm starting to get like a little bit of a headache and starting to feel a little bit nauseous so i didn't think too much of it get yeah. in my car i'm like all right i'm like kind of nauseous but i'm just gonna you know i had a little cup of coffee i was like i'll just have a little bit of caffeine go to evans and like four like less than five minutes on the road i was like i'm i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up and just like pulled over and just opened my door and just started puking out my door and then like sped home oh my god did one of those like run into your house like left my keys in the door ran to the toilet that was was, like tasting spit and you knew that first one was just the beginning yeah that was that felt just the beginning and i was just like tasting spit and i just started calling evan and i was just like facetimed evan by the toilet and was like i can't do this i can't Uh, record tonight i'm just stuck well if you're watching right now a a picture will pop up of gray and me facetiming of him just hugging the porcelain i wanted to know just where i was yeah because he he, maybe he thought i didn't believe him (laughs) He's like surfing. He's like, bro, I feel so sick. I'm so sick, dude. He's like, hold on a second. You guys, wait for it up. But then it's crazy. And then all of a sudden, like today, I've just been like very tired. Just tired all day. I've taken multiple naps. Well, you ate like food a baby last at night. a spa. And so I do think that there's a chance that maybe yeah, you got back, sick there. That's what I said. I had some I had some, some food at the K-Spa. I think it was this one like rice dish that did it. It was like not as hot. The, I got a, I got a, an oxtail soup, but that thing came out like nuclear. Like it was just roaring, was boiling. boiling. I couldn't eat it for like 20 minutes. It was just <laughs> sitting there. 
I don't think that anything that was alive in there was definitely killed. <laughs> but the rice one was not like that. And uh, I was like, this could be something. Maybe that's the problem. culprit. Nothing worse. Whenever you get food poisoning, you know, it's just like, it's like you have moments before when it hits, you're just like feeling a little. And then it's two seconds later, that's you're, it. you're gone. Yeah. Uh, how was your weekend? Mother's Day, all that stuff. Uh, that stuff was all good. I mean, it was, Becca's been sick the whole last week. So Mother's Day, we had plans, but then we canceled our plans and we just stayed at home, did chores, clean stuff up. I was basically her little man slave for the day. Did you go see your mom? That was the plan. But my parents... But she was sick. But she was sick. My parents had just got back from traveling. They had been in France for two weeks. Good for them. Oh my gosh. Evan was just talking about how he needs a vacation. And I, I want to go to France for two weeks. That sounds amazing. Right? Sounds lovely. Ah, oh, sounds unbelievable. Next time they go on a vacation, can we like kind of hop on? I would love that if we all just tagged along with Yeah, we're just like, hey, don't worry about us. We'll stay in the back villa. Mm-hmm. We'll stay in the small villa in the sprawling countryside. My mom would be so fun on vacation. Would she love if we all came? Um, Maybe. <laughs> Your dad would definitely not be. No dad would be. If he had his moments to himself, the reason my dad would be fine with it is because if we were all there, we could distract my mother. Oh, and my mom would have people to be social with, and it would be fine for because my dad. She's a to little bit like, uh, "What are we doing today?" And he's like, yeah. "Nothing." That's the reason why he's we're like, here. Yeah, I want to sit at a cafe for like four hours and just read the paper. Old That's literally style. like what he wants to I do. Love that. Wants to check if there's a golf course there, and he'll go for like you know get a massage on the beach. But Dude, he just wants your to be, dad's my hero. My dad your just dad wants to my be comfortable. Hero. My dad doesn't drink, so he just like wants to be comfortable and relaxed and like serene. That's it. That sounds. He amazing. just wants to go. If there's a bunch of birds, he just wants to sit and read the paper, and have a nice cup of coffee or sparkling water, listening to the birds while he reads. That's about it. Just sit in peaceful character. places and reads. That's what makes my dad extremely happy. Wow. Golf. Oh, he sounds like me. Yeah. Except with the I drink. My mother. <laughs> My mother, my mommy, <laughs> is more, she has more, more needs. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> more <laughs> stimulation needs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, but see, that makes a really fun on vacation because she just wants to go and do stuff. That She's sounds like, fun. Hell yeah, we're on vacation. Let's go somewhere. Let's do different things. Let's make different choices. I'm a little bit in the middle. So she's like, let's party. I'm like, if I'm in a fun vacation, if I'm in France, yes. Europe, Yes. If we go to Hawaii and you're trying to do a million things, I'm like, get out of here, dude. I'm well, trying yeah. to chill on the beach for nine hours and drink cocktails and like surf intermittently. Well, plus everything in Hawaii is just designed to steal all of your money. A hundred percent. It's insane. I had a buddy back in the day that told me, he's like, dude, I got invited by the in-laws to go to Hawaii for like a week or two weeks in this dope spot. I was so excited. And he's like, bro, they, they were waking us up at 7 a.m. every day to like with like an itinerary and he's like i never knew hawaii could be that miserable because <laughs> they're like we're, we're here once we're never coming back so all of the things we have but no they're just hyper vigilant people they're just like well hello and it's time for okay we have pottery class at this we have a, a, a you know we're, a gonna, lay make, we're class. gonna make our own lays yeah, and then we're gonna like, go on a seven oh, hour catamaran the last thing i'm trying to do have is lunch it, on the catamaran I'm ride cool, i'm cool with that catamaran all day for seven hours dude this is what people don't get 
We did the catamaran snorkeling thing. The majority of the time, you're just on the catamaran. Yeah, drinking, hanging out, vibing. It depends, it can, it depends on the catamaran. Maybe, maybe I got to recommend a better catamaran for you're you. You're just sitting on the catamaran. No, you're like, you're, dude, you're on a moving Listen vessel in the middle of the Hawaiian ocean. Where, it's fucking amazing. Ah, this is why Becca is my queen. It's because the two of us will sit here and bitch about our hawaiian catamaran yeah, exactly ride. yeah well we you know i prefer the helicopter ride uh, see that see for me for me that wouldn't do it i'd be like it's fine you think that? i'd rather do the catamaran you think that i had never been on the helicopter now if i have a choice helicopter catamaran there is no decision to be made well i'll have to travel I'll have to try helicopter. That out. i don't care how bad the winds are I don't care if you're fighting for your life. I don't care if there's a fucking storm. If it's the <laughs> helicopter or the catamaran, I'm on the helicopter because I'd rather die than be on another catamaran. But, <laughs> Dude, I love the catamaran. But again, like there's certain ones that are great. So like the one we go on, it's like very adult. Like everyone's like, there's not kids running around. There's no kids allowed. It's a, adults only. So it's very like chill. Everyone's like older and like sipping. It's like, there's like sipping wine or champagne or like cool beers. It's like spread out. We're cruising along. It's very I like, like adult vibe. I like to do vibe-y. the Caribbean style catamaran where the, where the, well, the water's only like a few feet deep, or at least that's how it seems. And you're all in like linens. Everyone looks like you're in like a, a Hawaiian tropics commercial. Mm, I've done but, the catamarans in the Caribbean before. A uh, catamaran really? in the Caribbean. Hawaii destroys it. Personally, well, I was on. We were on Kauai or Maui somewhere. Maui, we were on one I, of, yeah. Maui's my favorite. Look at us. Just, I mean, I haven't been Look in years, but like the few times I've gone, I talk. Well, I also talk about like I've been a million times. I've been like twice or three times in my whole life. So I see. So here's the thing: is I you're much a, more of a veteran. I went to a lot of places as a child. Oh, so you didn't get to soak it up. When you go travel as a child. Traveling is a whole different experience. Like, you don't soak any of it. I'm, up. I went to Italy with my parents when I was in middle school. And I like, where's my N64? quoted on being like, I don't want to go into another fucking old church. I wouldn't want to. It's, I don't care yeah. anymore at this point. I don't like just like whatever. It's a cultureless little fucking 13 year old just like ready to set the world on fire. <laughs> and now Happy if Mother's I think <laughs> about going to, you know, if I think about going to Italy on that trip, I'd be like, holy fuck. How but amazing would that be? What an incredible thing. It didn't appreciate any of it. I, I mean, think, I do. I remember a lot of it. it I think there's a lesson here, though. Me. Don't waste good vacations on kids. On your children, dude. <laughs> they they're don't care. such ungrateful little pieces of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. They are. They're lovely. They are <laughs> they're lovely. Great. They're wonderful. They create all this joy. But seriously, don't waste like an amazing European vacation on your kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't get the European vacation. I wait until the, like, they're... If you're going to do that, wait till they're like in high school and then they like become cooler for having gone there right and they're not gonna want to do it because they're gonna be on their phone the whole or time college, but when, they get back. when they're like an annoying little know-it-all but then they can just like <laughs> leave you can be like here's 40 bucks oh my god go to like you know go smoke cigarettes somewhere right. in paris and like have fun then they'll be super happy about that um well yeah my mother's day was cool it was like um it was the it was the opposite. It was like sister, mom, mother in law, stepmom in law. Good God! It was like we were celebrating nineteen moms, dude. Why Mom, did Jess. this happen? Well, just it was like you know they, they all live close, so we went down there where everyone was, and so like you know it's like I go to my mom's thing, uh, you know, take uh, were stayed all their husbands stayed, there too. Yeah, stayed. God. Well, no, no, it wasn't like a group thing. It was all separate. So it was like I went to lunch with my mom. Oh. I took Jess out to a dinner. I um. Uh, you know, we hung out with her mom and then dropped stuff off for 
the stepmom. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of like, you know, it was great though. I mean, I love her mom so much and I love staying with her. And so that's no, chill, but, but the whole it's just bouncing a lot. around. Well, and where I feel bad is like, all these moms are giving each other gifts too. So there's like a lot of pressure on the whole thing. Ugh. I think there should be a rule that like, if you are a mom, you shouldn't have a gift. You shouldn't need to give a gift to another mom. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like now you're having to work. No, that's not right. Like Jess got done with the weekend, like tired. Cause she was like running around with me and then running around on her own and like dropping flowers See, off for this person. Future like, note, Mother's day, take a trip somewhere. It's a good idea. That way you don't have to deal with everybody else. I'm going to do that next time. Should probably cut Make this part one of them so babysit. Happy Mother's Day. Good watch your grandkid. Well, but no, but they're a mom. So then they're like, well, I want my time. I mean, maybe that's my family. Yeah, I think that's where the difference is. <laughs> right, what about Jess's mom? She's she's a lot more like down for. See, use know, that. Use it. Extort that. No, but um, but anyway, so today is the first episode of Broline. Yes. Which is we're going to get into where we basically people call in, FaceTime in and or Zoom in and we life questions, relationship questions. You know, this is advice. It's a connection. This is, it's, it's an absolute live connection Zoltan. in real time. Uh, Zoltan? <laughs> Zoltan. 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 Uh, yeah, we get to like talk to people face to face, which is super exciting. So we're going to jump into that right now. And um, I hope this, if this goes well, I hope this is a recurring thing. Yeah, same here because anything that makes us more like a 90s radio show is the way to go. 100% the way to go. One thing, if this works out, the next thing I want to line up is crank calls to your family. (laughs) Crank calls. Where someone takes a puppet and makes us a version of that. That would be amazing (laughs) if we inspired someone to that point. No, I just want like a a switchboard where we can be like, boop, boop, boop. And then, yeah, like, yeah, you like, know, have some sound effects. Gosh, have some, funny. like, celebrity Hey, what's tanks. up? It's Abbott and Grayson back on the air. How would you be like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, 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 what? Yeah, exactly. Well, some wacky, some wacky yeah. noises. And call your dad and be like, yeah, we're going to turn off your power. And he's like, you're going to do, and we'll do, say, what? Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to jump into uh, the first question, and we're looking forward to it. See Who is it? our first? Who's our first ghost? I don't know. Let's see here. All right. We're going to jump in. Let's go. Okay, broads, interrupting the bros. Um, I think we can all agree that when your lashes are looking good, you are more or less unstoppable, okay? But having false lashes on all the time to achieve that I woke up like this but not really look is just not a reasonable thing because lashes can be heavy on the lashes. Um, They can damage them or some might not be super comfortable for everyone. Or maybe you love wearing lashes but your eyes just need a little break from time to time all valid. Uh, Thanks to lash serums available today, you can get the length of false lashes even when you're not wearing them with your natural lashes. Roderm is the easiest way to get the lashes you've always wanted. Roderm offers access to clinically proven eyelash growth serum for people who want longer, thicker, darker lashes. And if the treatment is right for you, you can get it prescribed online and all you'll need to do is Um, complete a free online visit and answer some pretty standard questions about your eye health and medical history. And then once your info is submitted, a Roderm healthcare producer will get back to you um, within 48 hours and they'll send your eyelash serum right to your door. I've seen some seriously incredible results from eyelash serum broads. Uh, My mom started using it about a year ago and she swears her eyelashes look better now than they did when she was in college. Uh, In fact, in a 16-week clinical trial, 
patients using the serum had a 25% increase in their lash growth and a 106% increase in fullness. Those results speak from themselves. That's no, wild. I've used it before. It really works. Mm-hmm. Right now, if prescribed, new members will receive 10% off of eyelash growth serum with Roderm when you go to roderm.com slash chatty. Shipping's free. You get free and unlimited follow-ups with your healthcare provider to support you throughout your eyelash growth journey. And yeah, so just go to roderm.com slash chatty. So in the course of my adult life, I have tried some wild and crazy things to get my hair to be healthy and strong. Okay, Every vitamin, every shampoo, conditioner combo. I've even tried a homemade egg and mayo hair mask <laughs> that I'm pretty sure I read in a blog that was guaranteed to make your hair soft yeah. and healthy. It, it just made my hair smell weird. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I guess on a positive note, all the bad, gross and disappointing hair treatments led me down to the road of one that actually gives me incredible results. I've been preaching this company now since I've been seeing amazing results. It's Vegamore. Love Vegamore. They've created a clean hair system from Smart Botanicals that promotes visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair with no harmful chemicals or crazy treatments. Just naturally healthy hair supported by natural products. And so if you're not sure where to start, um, I recommend giving the Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit a try. Jess and I have both used it. We're huge fans. And the main reason being you're not adding steps into your routine. I need quick and efficient when it comes to my wellness routine. And that's what Vegamore is. Just wash and condition your hair as you always have done, except with the Vegamore Grow Kit and watch your hair transform with each passing week. 91% of customers saw visibly thicker hair in just three months. That is me. I have seen that on my own hair. I'm so grateful. Um, But if for some reason you don't completely love your products or see results, Vegamore offers a 90-day money-back guarantee no matter what. Give your hair exactly what it's been craving with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash chatty. Use code chatty to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash chatty. Code chatty to save 20% at vegamore.com slash chatty. Hello. 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 I brought a ceremonial beard across. Oh, let's go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Eliza? Eliza, yes. Eliza, so nice to meet you. So we're going to jump right in. Um, Thanks for taking the time. So nice meeting you. This is the first time we're doing this. Bro line. Uh, Bro line. this (laughs) This is amazing. Okay, cool. Tell us a little bit about what you have going on. Regarding my question. Okay, so my question is about a phrase. I don't know if you've ever heard it. Okay. It goes a little something like, if he wanted to, he would. So... Mm. The implication is that men never think that deeply about these sorts of things so that if they want to do something, like if they want to like ask you out, they want to like come talk to you, things like that, they will do it. And I've been finding myself like giving this advice to friends being like, oh, well, if he wanted to, he would. But then in my own life, I'm like, wait, I want to sometimes and I don't. And so oh. I like couldn't apply it back to myself, but then also I'm a man. So mm. I wanted to peek in the male brain for this one. That's a really good question. Yeah. Any, do you have a first kind of initial take on it? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm on, um, I, I think I straddle both sides of the fence on it's true and it's not true all at the same time. Okay. Okay. Um, I think it all depends. You have to take into it. I don't think you can blanket statement. I think you have to take into account what that person is like in their normal life. So if that person's like a driven go-getter, then you're, that probably applies. Okay. If they're timid, nervous, 
you know, they tend to overthink everything about their life, then it's probably safe to say that you can't apply that directly. You know what I mean? So it depends on the person. For me, it was going to be like time and situation. Like if it's the first, if this is a, um, like it looks like this guy has a crush on this girl and they've spent like a few different times, like they've had time spent together, like a couple occasions. Why hasn't he made this move? And it's like, oh, if he wanted to, he would. I don't necessarily find that applicable in that case. I think most guys are pretty terrible, like have no concept on how to actually do it, especially if they actually like really like the girl. I think it's even harder. Um, Because that's like something I've I've just noticed in terms of uh, confidence in guys asking girls out throughout my whole life is like far fewer of them are actually like, well, yeah, if you think she's cute, why don't you just go talk to her? Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. That's like, exactly. So it like, really is probably scary. like 10% of guys actually do that. That's why I always have this theory of like, when you see certain people dating and they're like, wait, why are they together? And it's like, right. well, because he fucking asked her. Right, he went for it. In a whole room, the smaller percent, it's not like if you take 10 guys out of a room, 10 of them are just going to walk up to, like watch a high yeah. school dance movie. It's like, that's, right. that's how it works. That's that's what the guy's brains are. So then yeah. like and but then if you're in a relationship, like if you're if you have time spent with this person and you're in a relationship and suddenly there's like like say it's like intimacy yeah. and it's like well we haven't had sex in like 3 weeks and that's abnormal. That is the situation in which I would say well if he wanted to he would. And mm. that's where I'm like there's something wrong, you know. And that's yeah. so, so to me, those are two examples of where I would either agree or disagree with the sentiment behind that statement. I think, I yeah, no, go. I'm surprised you said that because I was like thinking about it and you gave a scenario in an episode where you were like at dinner with your parents and you like gave the waitress your number because like you just wanted to. And you're yeah. like, uh. oh, I'm like balls to the wall. I'm doing it. So it's funny that you say that because I thought you were going to say something different. No, I would say I, I have, I, when I was single, I very much enjoyed asking girls out. Oh, okay. I so enjoyed those moments. Thing, it's a personality thing, but I'd say the, va- the vast majority of my friends, like there, that is not like, uh, like that. Well, there's also the thing too, of like asking someone out, you don't know versus let's say making the jump to ask out a friend that you've known for a couple of years and they're now single and you've been, you've always liked them, but you, then you're afraid that if you do it, then it'll blow out the relationship and now you won't be friends anymore. Cause like, there's a lot to take in. Um, I think that I think and not to generalize, but I think your question applies to more like life shit, like, yeah. like cleaning the house, like <laughs> doing nice thing. You know what I mean? Like there's something about like, if you want to do it, guys can be a little bit more like, dog brained about it like if i want to go do this fun thing i'm gonna go do it you know i'm not gonna overthink like how it's gonna do how it's gonna affect this this and this but when it comes to asking girls out you know it's a lot more intimidating than i think people realize it's it's really scary like to go out on that limb and and be so nervous and then like maybe be rejected Mm -hmm. i think people underestimate guys like really get in their head about anything romantic really what think guys get in their head about big time big time is there so 
is there some is have you been going I, through a specific situation? Yeah, it feels like, like you're kind of I asking the, for a friend, you know what I mean? A little bit. And it's like, well, how about make this more personal? Okay, I can give a personal example. Yeah. There's like someone I met through mutual friends. Whenever I like see him, we like flirt, it's whatever, it's casual. He asked for my number one time. Uh-huh. He's instigating everything. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give you my number. I gave him my number and then like just hasn't been used since like radio set, not radio silence, but just like a move has never been made. And so mm-hmm. I keep telling myself, I'm like, oh, if he wanted to, he would. But then uh. he told one of my friends, he's like, well, she's just like, she has her shit together and I don't. And that's like intimidating. Uh. And then, but I was like, that's bullshit. I just don't think that you like me and you should just like not flirt with me when you see me then. So uh. that, so that, See, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that because I for a long time had felt like it was like, oh, I was never going to do anything serious because I wasn't at a point in my life in which I thought of myself as serious material. Okay. So like I do f- empathize with that. If do you have your shit together? I like to think that I do. Okay. And I get- Why don't you send a little Oh, remember we were talking about this funny dog thing and like you know what I mean though like like breach out like he asked for the number he got nervous or, or let's say he doesn't like you okay there that's, well, a, that's a possibility you, what but if like, you did if he's exactly nervous, what if you said exactly what you said to us if you sent a message you know through the vine to him that was just like hey <laughs> I mean that's, that's hey bold. like yeah her sentiment is like if she gave you her number if she gave you her number she expects you to use it if you're not going to use it like don't talk to her. Yeah, that's where she's at, and then it'd be like, "Oh fuck, that's that's definitely an <laughs> and option." And then you'd find out that'd be a, that'd be cool. I'm just thinking in terms of like if I went out on a limb, I was really nervous, and I asked her, and I got the number. But then later on, I was in my head, and I thought, "Oh, she wouldn't like me anyway," because like she's way more advanced in her career. You know what I mean? Like we can all spiral. Yeah. And, but then all of a sudden, I get a text being like, "Haha, remember this thing we were talking about? I found an article about it." On the, and then I'm like, "Oh, okay." Never mind. I'm in my head. And then we're off to the races. So you don't have to be like, hey, how are you? Dinner tomorrow? But you could do like an olive branch. Okay. Okay. But she doesn't have his number. Uh, you, you could probably get it though. I have it. I yeah. do. Because he texted me like something inconsequential. Right. So. Mm. He, that he's, yeah, he's testing the waters. Testing the waters. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's yes. probably intimidated. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Poor thing. <laughs> don't be so intimidating well thank you thank you for guys. taking the time i appreciate it i appreciate it don't overthink it oh i won't i won't thank you guys <laughs> no problem thanks so for nice joining us you. we'll see you around hello oh love this <laughs> we're driving Hi. love this <laughs> i love this is what i'm talking about anything for the bros you know oh that's God, what we're talking takes. about to get it done where are you driving to i'm driving to carmel california to where oh, to beautiful. carmel yeah how long is the drive gonna take uh well i live in bakersfield so it's about three and a half hours oh boy so, but i'm almost there so, nice. There you go. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. Well, so <laughs> nice to meet you. Who do we have here? We, Eliana. Yes. What brings you to us today? Okay. Well, yeah. What 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 calls you into the bro line? <laughs> well, um, I actually popped in the question box. 
I hate my in-laws and my in-laws hate me. Help. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is a good one. What's the story with yeah, your in-laws? Can you give us some, so a little bit backstory here? Yes. Um, so basically um, my in-laws, I met them when me and my uh, fiance were first dating and they're very conservative and I'm a pastor's kid and they're very Christian and all of that. So I thought I'm like, cool, I'm the perfect candidate. Um, but no, they hate me. So, and I don't know why. So I feel like I've tried everything to like try and like be the good girlfriend and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not too sure what else to do. So yeah, I was like, I'm like now kind of leery because I love my fiance, but I am like really fearful of like, what happens when we're going to raise our kids together? Are they going to try and control the situation? Because their family is very tight knit, uh, tight knit. So, um, the, yeah, my in-laws like to control a lot of other family members as well. So it's kind of an odd dynamic. So yeah. That's what kind of makes backstory. you think they hate you? Um, it's a great question. Um, they talk like they just say really horrible things about me, but like when I'm not oh. there, um, and I hear about it from like my brother-in-law, cause me and my brother-in-law are good. Like we're tight, but yeah, like they'll just tell my fiance stuff when he goes home. Like, you know, she's, you know, she can't submit. She's not good enough. Like all these different things. Um, we don't agree. We don't serve the same Jesus is a big one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's, it's a lot, you know, they just, they're like, she's not going to make a good mother. Probably because I won't let them yell at my kids is probably the big one. Um, so yeah, we've tried hashing things out, but the thing is, is that they don't want to. So I've, you know, asked them like, Hey, can we have like a conversation? Cause there's obviously tension, uh, and all that kind of stuff. And it's made it really, really hard. So like every time I go over there, I'm like completely ostracized from like what's going on, which is really weird. So uh, how well, does your fiance, fiance deal with that's this? That's what I was about yeah, to ask. Cause this is a big component to me. Yeah. Um, he, he has done a lot of separating from his family in the past couple of years. My fiance is 26 and he's just, he just moved out of like, like his parents' house like a year ago. So he's been on his own for like a year, but they were like really controlling. They threatened to disown him. They threatened to disown him at one point if he was dating me. And so he kind of just called them on their bluff. And yeah, so, but he it's like it. nice Christian girl, pastor family. It's like, it's like he's dating like <laughs> this, like famous atheist that like, is like, I just want to end everything, you know, right. in love. It's like the nicest person ever who, who also believes what they believe. Yeah. They, I mean, they're yeah. clearly, they have, they have massive issues. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, we need to, we need to dive into, you know, some practical elements here of how can we help? Well, I think there's going to be, it's a, I think there's a matter of, pers- of first, are you on your way there now? Is uh, that why you're Carmel? driving to, to Carmel? Or, yeah. No, no, I'm actually driving to get away from all of that. Oh, you're <laughs> leaving that. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> Just for the weekend. I think so. I mean, I think there's something here in terms like, do you want them to like you? Yeah. Mm, you do to see, cause this is a thing of like, if you don't, if you like, if you approach the situation where like, well, this is just the way that these people are. If this is how they yeah. see it and there's no hope, then like, what's the point of appeasing 
in this way if you'll if you're just intrinsically not going to be enough for them you know what i mean yes and if he's got your back on that because you're gonna have to you're yeah. gonna have to sure. really lay your boundaries out especially like what you're talking about with kids and those kinds of things um but i will say just living in that tension is a lot like even knowing yeah. you want to separate, even knowing that you're not, you're okay with not liking each other, even all that, it still is a lot to carry. It's a lot of tension. It's a lot of weight that like, yeah, it'd be great to just walk into your in-laws and say, what's up everybody? How you doing? Oh my gosh, I missed yeah, you. Totally. Right. So right. not having that is a weight. You know what I mean? It's a lot to deal with. Um, yeah. Christmas comes around. You got to now, you know, they've already hated you. So now they're going to hate their, their son. If he doesn't agree with them and you're going to deal with all that, like you said, threatening of disowning. Yeah. So for me, it comes down to, you don't have to answer this question, but like, how much do you love this guy? Is it worth dealing with right. this? Cause it will be a thing, especially once you have kids dealing with in-laws will become a thing. Yeah. And then also it'll also really come down to like him having your back. And if he's like, got your back all the way and he's like, yo, mom and dad, like bye. And I'll show up when I show up. I'll be there when I can be there. But you are not, as long as you are creating this much havoc in my life, you're not included in the journey here. Mm -hmm. But I think where the, where the trouble is going to come in is where he's going to be like, babe, come on. Like, I know they got their issues, but like, they're my parents. Let's all go to dinner tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you're, she started kind of, he's trying to convince you to be cool. And then you're having to like swallow it every time. Like, like that's a lot to deal with. So I think it really comes down to like him and how he treats yeah. you regarding that. I'm coming from yeah. assuming that that's all there. What was that? My, I'm assuming that that is all in place. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have stayed this long if I didn't really love him. And that wasn't really a thing. I think. And he's know, got, think, he puts you first. That? He puts you first in those scenarios. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I think we had to really work to get there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, that is definitely the case now. I think there's like when it comes to like conversations about future down the road in marriage, like I'm thinking to myself, like I already know marriage is like hard enough with like, <laughs> without having the stress of family. And so for me, like right now, the big question for me is like, is the contention of family worth it? Like for some marriages, it's money or like some marriages, it's like other things, but like this one, it would be like family. And because I'm a very family oriented person, like it's really like kind of nerve wracking. So, mm -hmm. mm, mm. man, that is a good one. Cause it's like, <laughs> you got the, the fiance you love, even the brother-in-law you love, everyone's cool. And then you just have this like wildly toxic two people that are just like causing so much tension. Like, Oh, uh, well, I mean, don't rush. I would say this. Don't, how long have you guys been together? We've been together for years. I would say don't rush the marriage date let this let the fiance-ness engagement play out a little <laughs> longer to really feel out that next level you know like yeah. take some time in that next step see how everything's developing and then do everything you can to move out of state and <laughs> <laughs> and create distance yeah and create distance yeah that's you. actually a really good suggestion my i was going to tag along with what evan was saying on the time thing is also if like his this this transition for him in life as being like far more independent from them is isn't something to be rushed either mm -hmm. and like i think time will allow that situation to unfold in a in like 
you know, a fuller way, yeah. which may give you more clarity on some of those questions because his boundaries with his parents are going to have to shift. Yeah. I don't know how dramatic it is, but it's, you know, like just from being, you know, in not dissimilar positions in relationships with, with conservative religious in-laws. Right. Um, I think like, and hearing like Becca's side of those situations, time, time like changed yeah. a lot of those things. And you don't want to be the person that he holds responsible for right. his distance with his parents. Yeah, so you don't want to be like, I loved you and I followed you here and I did all this with you and now we're not doing right. well. And, and, the, and you, you the one that made my parents hate me, you know, all that shit. You got to make sure it's kind of his thing. Well, there could also be yeah. like this narrative. Like if you think of this narrative in a way of like, they don't like you, he just moved out. They threatened to disown him. And then in a short period of time, he's like, I'm also going to marry her. It may yeah. be like imploding for them. Yeah. Instead of like allowing, it's like you guys are engaged, the sentiments there, but they have to like, I've, I don't know. I mean, this would be, these are just thoughts. It sounds very neutral. Well, I wish we had yeah. a more like action packed no, plan. I think, I no, think <laughs> there's also a level but, two, I would say. We sympathize big time. That's yeah. Tough. But I think there's also a side too is like, you have to understand that like, they're, they're still his parents, even though he can't stand them to some extent, even though there's there's always going to be in there just a sense of you want your parents to like you or you want your parents to be good people. Yeah. Or you want your parents to like who you're with, be all that proud stuff. Of you. Even if you, th yeah. you even if you know your parents are crazy, there's still that piece. Right. So yeah. if you become a person in the relationship that is always talking negative about his parents, there's bitterness right. there. If you're like, well, you know, your mom's like, what da, da, then you will start to become kind of. A ne you know what I mean? Like he won't be able to trust in talking to you because he'll be like, oh, I know you'll just talk shit about, it. you know what I mean? As opposed to if you're able to keep a level head, actually to him, well, you know, your mom probably didn't mean it that way. Like I would say like if you can kind of actually be the bigger, much bigger person here, put yourself yeah. above it all. I bet it'll speed up the process of him being like, my parents are crazy. But if you become the person that's like, Let's, I don't want to go to your parents. Your parents are crazy. Then he'll kind of be fighting between the two and go, who's crazy? Who's not? Who's beefing? But if you're like up here with it, it, I think it'll allow him to feel relaxed in your relationship and be like able to like discover how bad it truly is by himself. Mm. Yeah, that's really good, actually. That's really great advice. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to be, you don't, he already has enough negativity dealing with how and obviously you got more, but I'm just saying he has enough dealing yeah. with his own parents that like, you don't want to be an extra voice in that. Cause then totally. I think it'll drive him probably even closer to them and or more in the middle and feel struggling, you know? So that's a tough one. If we feel for you, Yeah, it's not Thanks. easy. Well, the, the funny part about like, get every, do everything you can to get out of state. He's actually a pilot. So if he wow. actually goes into the airlines, we actually probably would move out of state, which would be very helpful. <laughs> Massive. Yeah, distance will Love be big, that. will be key because then it's Ugh. just the big holidays. Yeah. Well, totally. thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. Appreciate it. Please DM Thanks. us and let us know how it goes. I will. Thank you guys so much. Of yeah. course. Enjoy, drive the, enjoy the rest of your ride. <laughs> will do. <laughs> <laughs> nice Bye. meeting you. Bye. Nice Bye. meeting you guys. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Hey, okay, awesome. Sorry, <laughs> I just moved to Australia, and I have an Australian phone number, and it's harder to get into stuff like this. 
Wow. wow. It looks incredible there. We were just like, wait, hey, where are you right is now? Is it true that if you flush the toilet, it spins a different direction? I haven't noticed that, but it probably is true because everything is so backwards. Wow. Well, yeah, and you're technically and in the also, future. Yeah, you're yeah, in the future. Yeah, it's Friday and it's really great. Well, bye. <laughs> you guys have a great day tomorrow. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> okay. Well, we have, a few, we, have, we have about eight to ten minutes with each person, so we want to jump right in. Tell us why you're calling into the bro line today. Okay, so I'm calling in. My husband and I have been married for seven years, and we have a 10-month-old and a three-year-old. And from the beginning, I have said, I want my own bedroom. I just love my own sleep. My husband snores. The babies wake up a lot. I'm always tired. And he was like, you know, when I got married, I always dreamed of like waking up every morning next to my wife. And I'm worried that it would affect our intimacy. And I just like want to share a room with my wife. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. So for years, I have been suffering. And <laughs> then after having two kids, now it's gotten so much worse because I'm like breastfeeding in the middle of the night. He's now getting up at the butt crack of dawn for Australia, like to get online with people in the US and I'm like I'm not sleeping at all we have an extra bedroom I would love my own room and I'm just curious and mind you when I get into bed he's literally unconscious in like three minutes so I'm like <laughs> why do you need to be next to me unconscious the whole night while I'm awake right. and I'm like I would just be a much happier wife so I'm curious Beck and Jess ask you guys what's your thoughts on this i want to hear have you tried great. sneaking out just right after he's asleep be like here's the deal here's the concession i'll cuddle you and rub your back until you fall asleep just like with the kids and then just leave and then just go to your room i, I just do that forever <laughs> yeah just it's like it's like i mean you I have a question. Did you, you, yeah. you propose this question before you had children? Yeah. So I grew up, I always had my own bedroom. I'm a very light sleeper. And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't get why couples have to share a bed. We have houses with multiple rooms. Our kids all have their own room. Why can't we have our own space? Right. And, and then we were in Portland in a one bedroom apartment. It, you know, it didn't make sense. And then now I'm like, well, we got the space. I want my room. <laughs> okay. So that's, this is great. Cause this is kind of like unique. This is a unique problem. Um, <laughs> I think you shot yourself in the foot a little bit by asking for it before the kids, the kids are a great uh. excuse, but before the kids now in his brain, he's got the stigma against the request, right? He's like, you've always wanted space as yeah. opposed to just like, hey, I'm a tired mom. I'm overworked. I need space, you know, kind of thing. So I think you need to kind yeah. of rephrase the situation. I think um, it would, I personally, I think it would uh, probably be a benefit to your intimacy. My friends, I have friends I who do this. Good. They have separate rooms. They've, they've like been together. They like dated all through high school, uh, college, like off and on. They, and they, they, uh, are now getting ready. They didn't believe in marriage for a while. Right, right, right. But they've always they've done this the separate bedrooms for a long time into their relationship. And I remember he was telling me that he's like, it's excellent because I have my own space. 
where like I don't know how you guys' house decor goes, but ours is about ninety nine percent Becca. And I have like a couple posters hidden throughout the house. <laughs> in, the, in the closet. One's in like a bathroom. Yeah, like a couple things are like my contributions. For the most part, it's all hers. He's like, it's my space. I can sure. have dirty clothes on the ground. He can like be a little bit of a pig inside of there. And then he's like, you know, then gets to go and sleep over in his wife's room. Right. It's like you're dating a little bit. And yes. And it creates a little bit more of that like... You know, like, oh, to go and sleep in her room means like, it's like special. Have it's you worked different. out? It's like not, ex- it's not just the thing right. that you just, you know, fall asleep in three right. seconds. Well, she doesn't need convincing of this. We no. have to figure out a way to get her to convince. Well, her. she should listen to this. Right. I love this. Okay. So okay. what about starting with a modified schedule? What if it's like Tuesdays and Thursdays? <laughs> I kind of get my space. What does he like? That Just like he if you had a girls do. night, you're like, oh, I'm going to go out with the ladies, have a good time. The same kind of concept. You're like, hey, I need a break. You know what I mean? So I need, I'm breastfeeding. I'm doing yeah. all this stuff. I'm exhausted and I love you. But at the same time, like this is important to me and it allows me to just feel like I have a little bit of independence in my life. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Can I just have like this space to do this? Have you tried a modified schedule? I think that's a great idea. And he'll notice I'm in a much better mood the next day. And then he'll just be like, yeah, we can do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, flirt with him a little bit more. Come on to him a little bit more on those days okay. that he... <laughs> but you it know, is like, like, this thing works. I mean, this is the same thing Becca, Becca yells at me about. Because the kids, the kids... Ruth will fall asleep in her own room and then crawl into our bed in the middle of the night. And then Frank will still wake up to feed in the middle of the night. And so Becca's always being like, she'll get like a couple hours of sleep off and on, but she's constantly being interrupted by the kids versus me just as like out like a rock, you know, like pretty much. Right. So frustrating. I'll get yes, Frank yes, in yes. and out of bed and hand him off to her, but like I'll fall asleep for 10 minutes in between those handoffs. Like it's meanwhile, like she's up the whole time. So like I yeah. understand I'm hearing similar things. She's always complaining about her sleep. I sympathize. I think you deserve your own room. We definitely give you. I think if he's listening, he should give you your own. Would your feelings be hurt if? Would your feelings be hurt if your wives asked you for their own room? No, I would just be like, I'd be like, well, I'm still gonna like bring him into your room if he's like waking up in the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah. So 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 in this in this other room situation. Are you still doing the same tasks that you're doing? You know what I mean? Like in his mind, is he thinking, well, I'm like, is he going, well, I have to work in the morning and I'm going to be with the kids all night and you're just in your special resort? Or is it like, no, it maintains the same concept for you guys both. But then like, it's just an yeah. intimacy at night. No, I was, I was like, I will literally sit, lay down until the 30 seconds it takes for you to fall asleep, kiss you on the forehead, wander into my bedroom, go to bed. By the time you wake up, I can even be back in there. I just, mm. I don't need to lay there all night while he snores and then his phone goes off and then the baby's crying and then he has to pee and I'm just yeah. like fuming all night and then I'm mad at him before he's even has his eyes open. Yeah. Ooh. And he's heard all this and he, and he still doesn't see it. Oh, he's heard everything. He's yeah. coming around to it, but I don't want him to come around to it because I'm bugging him to do yes. it. I want him to kind of want it too. And see that there's like an upside to it for both of us. 
Well, see, that's where you might not get cake and ice cream at the same time. But I like this the idea so, of a modified is, schedule. This is so funny. This I think is a so modified funny. schedule can prove it's it's proof of concept. I think he's probably a little bit afraid of like seven yeah. nights a week. I'm not going to have my girl next to me. That's a little. I will say yeah. if, if Jess came to me and said seven nights a week, I'm not sleeping next to you. I would be a little intimidated yeah. by the idea. But if she said, hey, like. It's been a long week. I'm exhausted. Can I? Can we do Friday and Sunday night? Like I'm chilling yeah, in my space. Yeah, Friday like, I'm a and Sunday like, night. Yeah. Friday and Sunday night carry like a little extra something about them. Where they're like That's Friday and Sunday saying. night or special nights. And then it's like, ooh, it's okay. intimate night. You know, it's like we're gonna be sleeping in the same bed. Final question, and this is a pretty personal, mm-hmm. but like, you can decline. But like, when you guys are intimate, is it spontaneous mm-hmm. or is it scheduled? More it's regular. like always before bed. Okay. 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 So then, so then he kind of well, feels. Yeah, you have kids. Yeah, because you have kids. Of course, the kids are asleep. So then he's. Yeah. Then, so then he probably feels a little bit like that's going to go away, because we're like getting ready for bed and like that's our moment to be intimate. So now all of a sudden you're going to see you're just going to be like bye and you read your book and then it's going to be gone. No, because this is where guys are stupid. No, I'm saying that's what he's thinking. This I'm not what, saying that's this what's going to happen. This is where we happen. are stupid. Is because that's what we think, but in reality she'll be so happy that she's going to go sleep in her own bed and get a good night's sleep that she'll of, be in a more positive. So this is where so dumb. we got to prove the concept. Don't ask for the whole okay. cake, just a slice. Yeah. Okay. Because also, if he's gonna, if he's agreeing to it, don't be like, "Well, you're agreeing to it, but I wish you were agreeing to it this way." Because then you're getting, you're but getting you're happy it. Happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> but he's you got it. He will become happy because he's he. This is classic. He. Could, I'm sure you could look back on many moments where he begrudgingly went into something so that he was then extremely happy about having done. This will be one of those things. You got to show him the path. All right. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll try it out. Thank you, guys. Try it out, yeah, and, and I hope you enjoy your relocation to Australia. Yeah, gosh, it looks absolutely amazing. beautiful. All right, thank you so much. I will keep you posted and let you know if things work out. Please do. Excellent. Thank you, Allie. All See right, love you guys. Bye. <laughs> love you Bye. too. Bye. Rinder. These are great. Yeah, I'm enjoying myself. I really like these. Broline. Broline. Call the bros. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Can you hear oh, us? Yes, I can. Excellent. All right. Let there me change are. this. Wow. This <laughs> it's like, so it's I very, don't that. very corporate. <laughs> very. <laughs> Sarah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you like so this. much for calling into the what inaugural version of uh, Broline. I love that you just used I, inaugural. You like that? Yeah, I do. I have never felt so honored. I will cherish this. I think I'll tell my grandchildren about it. So. <laughs> well, you can show them. <laughs> you can show them. Oh my God, I can. That's true. Yeah. So let's get right into why you're calling today. Hit us. Yeah. So I am, my husband and I are in quite the pickle. We have two daughters, one who is three and then another who's one. Our three-year-old firmly has us by the balls right now. I, she has our number and she knows it. So um, the most kind of recent example of this and the most like just really shows you what we're working with. My youngest daughter just turned one and we had the whole birthday party, did cake, ice cream, the whole the whole bit. And everyone's kind of lingering after you do the presents and all that, all of that stuff. And Ava comes up to me and 
just looks me dead in my eyes, mom. And she's looking around the entire room. When are these people going to leave? And this is like just full family, the whole event. And my initial just reaction is like, girl, same. Like, I would also like my in-laws and, you know, all of these people to leave because yeah. invites <laughs> at three o'clock and it's 345. Um, but at the same time, after after feeding, clothing her, I guess my other major responsibility is making her a uh, human fit for society who does not go around just telling people to get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, so you guys have some, some sassy toddlers. What, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> mm. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like there's two things going on. First off one, you say she has us by the balls. I, in what way does she have you by the balls? Cause that just sounded like someone who is wise beyond her years and a little bit more aware of like dynamics. So give me like the, where yeah, are the, fair. Where's like the, yeah. she's dominating no, you. It is 100% the fact that she is so like, she is so funny. And this kid has so much like energy and spark behind her, but we have to like find a way to discipline some of the like, not as great behaviors that go with it without like dampering all of that for her. And that's hard. Cause she's mm. like, she's pretty, pretty amazing how she is. And she's just out there, but we, Would you say that because she's so smart, she can tend to manipulate? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> this sounds sounds like like you've seen the inside of this house. Yes, right. <laughs> it's usually smart, right? You like manipulation. Absolutely. You have to be yeah. smart to manipulate people, right? So it's like if you're young, you're going to try it out, and if it works, you're like, "Well, this thing works. I get my way." <laughs> you know, Ember told my parents the other day that while we weren't there, she goes. Yeah, I'm an only child. I beg. And it works most of the time because I don't have any brothers and sisters to fight with. And I usually get my way. And they reported that back to me. And I was just like, great. Okay, cool. So we are being manipulated, you know? Um, I, you know, like you said, like she's got a gift, you know? Right. And the gift is like wise beyond her years, intelligent, smart, knows how to work with people. And then she's just testing the boundaries of like what's too much and, you know, what's what works and what doesn't. And like, it's like I heard this the other day. It's like lying. Lying is a problem because it works. You know what I mean? It's like, like no one would lie if it didn't get them things they wanted. But in like in the in the situation you gave, could everyone in the room hear her? Oh yes, no, yeah. my so, so it was embarrassing because she was like, I think it's funny. Um, right. I think the bigger problem probably is that she knows that everyone thinks this shit is funny, and yeah. like, got she's it. Like, she can keep doing it. She's working the room. How does she feel about like, um, like moral choices? You know what I mean? Like, does she, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does she deal with kind of like sharing and dealing with like, think, you know, things like that. Um, as far as moral choices go, we have a situation with the daycare currently <laughs> because she has been telling everyone that a little boy hurt her. He hurt her feelings. Um, because she knocked over his blocks and he yelled at her. Yes. So lines are ambiguous. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's some embers vibes here for sure. Well, yeah, there's also like the, it's the same thing. It sounds similarly similar to Ruth at the same way. I've always just thought of it of just like, she's so limited in like her, her understanding of like the world even though they seem like they have it in a certain way, it really is like they're just figuring stuff out. 
and everything is like, oh, this works. So I'm just going to keep exhibiting this behavior. Um, some of the stuff, I mean, like the old, like the, the old ones, like, oh, don't like give into it in a certain way, but I never want to feel like I'm just ignoring them when mm-hmm. they're in front of me. Cause sometimes I feel like they're doing this cause I want attention. Mm. Um, but I, not that my vice would, it wouldn't be too much of like, don't worry about it, but I'd be like, don't make, I would think like not to make too big a deal out of it at this certain time. And then like when I, something I found, like if I'm watching TV with Ruth, because a lot of these kids shows, they bring these situations up in there. Like they try to teach kids like social constructs and some of these like weird child sitcoms things, you know, like in Bob the Builder, it's like, oh, they're learning empathy for humans because the tractors are doing whatever. It's odd. But I explain it with her. Not like too much, but I'm like, oh, like, you know, that hurt that person's feelings that they did that. That's yeah. like this. Does it, you know, do you ever feel like that when this happens? Like, that's why we don't do that stuff. Yeah. And less so of like trying to like, I never, cause I'm also like, they're, she's three years old. How old is, how old what does she know? She's she just, three. She just, yeah, yeah she's three. three. So she's like, she, she's just trying things on for size. Everything's like a try on, you know, at this yeah, point. Yeah. And like Ruth is a, such a performer right now. And this sounds so similar because we've also like encouraged that inadvertently because we're like, oh my gosh, like come look at this ridiculously cute thing she's doing. Do it for your dad. Do it for your mom. Show them how you did this. Oh, FaceTime your grandma. Show them that, sing them that fun song that you were doing for us. Mm -hmm. And it's like creating this thing of like consistently trying to please us in this way. And that's like in my mind when I think about it, I'm like, damn, that's like all we've really taught her. And it's because that's so much of her interactions with people. I've never thought about like how much of that's like, oh, she just said this new, like new word or new phrase. Like, oh, go, go tell grandma that go tell, you know, your, your aunt, Jess, your aunt, Laura, you know, what's going on. And like, oh, we're just putting our own for show. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, like I'm thinking I'm, I empathize a lot because this is stuff I'm, I'm very conscious of. And I'm thinking a lot about the last, like, I don't know, the last few weeks as well. Um, how, same thing it's yeah. coming up with our language the language we use around the kids that's what i was going to bring up it's like how the do you, same time how do you talk in front of her because that's also another thing too that if you're and and i'm, I'm just saying we're all guilty of this if you're on the phone going oh my god my stupid in-laws had to come over and i was dealing with their bullshit hold on one second uh babe you know here's some water yeah and anyway aunt kathy was an absolute you know oh and i could not could wait to kick them out of my she's going to be soaking some of that in which is like we all have those conversations soaking with our friends all of it all in. the time and <laughs> she's going to be like what does she say oh interesting so then next time she sees the in-laws so my friend is a teacher for like little kids and she says i know everything about their parents when we play the telephone game they, we bust out telephones and you go pretend you're on the telephone and they're just like he's always working and she never shuts up like they, they just are hearing their parents oh, all the yeah, time they just emulate so, whatever amazing. they so if your kid's really smart and he and she's like absorbing so much like you know i think it can i think we cannot realize how much our influence is playing a role right now so like if she's at the at the you know the in-law dinner and she mm-hmm. goes when is everybody gonna leave and you kind of whisper, oh, I know, but we actually got to wait. She, to you, you're like, I'm just talking to a baby. To her, she's like, oh, okay, yeah. that's what we're doing now. <laughs> so maybe it's one of those things where it's like, now that Ember's six, I'm realizing how much I said she picked up on along the way. Mm-hmm. So I would say 
at three, you have you have some time to go. Oh, you know what? When she says that next time, I'm gonna go, sweetie. I totally understand that. Like this is a lot to take in. But if you need to go into a separate room and have some fun with some toys, or if you need to go hang out with someone outside and take some time away, but these are people that we love and we need to be kind. You know what I mean? Like realize mm-hmm. that if you if you're kind of joking along with her about like, yeah, I know, I can't wait to get these people out. She will internalize and she will go, oh, okay, cool. That's how we deal with in-laws now. That's the big thing I've learned. Yeah, they're just mirrors of They're us. mirrors, man. And they soak it in so fast. Oh my gosh. Yes. No. It's all, like you said, you, you were like, I sympathize. I'm like, yes, girl. It's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> we've true. This is, <laughs> they're mirrors. That's why, that's why we're like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I'm, I'm not dissimilar. I'm talking to my parents about the same thing when they had to like change change their lifestyle because they realize they're like oh shit our kid's gonna grow up to be like three going on you know 30 something oh my gosh it's crazy (laughs) instead um we feel for you it's a lot it's a lot to deal with you know especially when you're trying to like maintain life and do all this stuff and your kids Mm -hmm. asking these questions and acting like a 25 year old and at least it's funny for the most part yeah they're entertaining funny that's like half the problem is that this shit's so funny (laughs) yeah yeah i mean and it, i also find too that when you have a kid like this it's it's easy to slide into like best friend yeah. mode versus like remembering <laughs> that like no like they year need to learn and they seem smart and they seem like they get it so you're like oh they got it no worries but there is this level of like they're kind of creating their own narrative and sometimes they need that like here's the bumpers nope nope no nope. because then she'll start doing the stuff ember is just like that so <laughs> It's uh, it gets more crazy <laughs> because they start really understanding what's going on. Like they understand like the scope. And so it's like now as you actually have the time to like really shape the next couple yeah. years, you know, so. Our New Year's talk. resolution was to improve language in the home. So, you know, let's go one step further. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love we'll talk, it. We'll stop talking shit too. <laughs> yeah, that's like a it, good one. I, I'm, I'm super guilty of that kind of stuff. So th- everything that I'm telling you is more just like I'm in. I've dealt with and I'm currently dealing with. Yeah, we're in cahoots with you. Yes, yes. this is yes. this is team survive. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so nice meeting you. Yes, thank you so much, guys. Good luck with everything. Let oh, us know how it goes. Pray for me. <laughs> we will. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Well, that was a blast. Uh, Broads, thanks so much for calling in. It means the world that you guys uh, hit us up, participated in this. Broline will now for sure be a thing we're going to do in the future. We had so much fun and uh, we got to make it like a reoccurring segment where we do this and we get to meet all you guys and hang out. So thanks again. We love you guys so much. Have an amazing weekend and we will see you next week. Chat soon.